Today is Monday, April 10th, 2023. I just had a moment of panic because I sat down to podcast and I could not get my Roadcaster Pro 2 to turn on. I was like, it's the thing is, I just podcasted last Wednesday, so five days ago, but I did not put the all the equipment away. I left it sitting here on my desk, you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to podcast again on Monday, so I'll just leave it here. My husband's not here. I can just leave it out, all the cords and wires going everywhere. So um, I just sat down to podcast, and I went to press the button, and nothing happened. I'm like, what? So I redid all the, you know, replugged in all the cords. That didn't work. I changed the, um, plugged it into a different outlet. That didn't work. It's like, what is going on? So quickly jumped on YouTube and, you know, typed in my Roadcaster Pro 2 will not start up. Found this quick video about this guy who, um, his was brand new and his didn't start up. And the suggestion was to, char- to plug in uh, a USB charging brick like that comes with your uh, laptop and that should work and sure enough I plugged in my USB-C charging brick from my um, uh, MacBook Air and it started right up and now I'm podcasting but that was I was like oh my god this has never happened to me before what's going on so um, the guy in the video says the cord the you know charging or the um power cord brick thing might be bad it's not the roadcaster pro 2 itself it's the power thing but that doesn't make any sense i i I haven't i didn't do anything to this thing for the whole week or you know for five days and it should have just come right on anyway anyway now i am podcasting um let's see so that was last wednesday and i think yeah that was the same day i dropped my husband off at the Airport. So let's see what has happened since then. Um, Thursday, I don't think I did anything, but Friday I worked on pillows because I had. I think I mentioned that I um, I had gone to the fabric store and bought a bunch of fabric and stuff to do um, new pillows for our bedroom for our bed. And so Saturday, I mean Saturday, Friday, I wanted to get two two things done with pillows. One, I have a very old pillow. Actually, it's from my birthday in 1990. The parents and students that I had that year uh, made me a happy birthday pillow, and all the students signed the pillow. And it's been sitting on my bed since 1990. Um, but it's very flat. Like, the stuffing had not is not fluffy anymore, and the edges were coming apart a little bit. So I decided to repair that pillow. I used my little seam ripper, which is a little device. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's this little thing that you can stick a, a pointed end and into where the stitches are and um, like cut the stitches without messing up the fabric and stuff. So at the bottom of the pillow, I took the stitches out and um, opened it up and pulled out all the old stuffing. And it was it was not like, you know, we, now we have like this fiber fill. This is what's called fiber fill. Um, I think it's plastic. I don't really know, but it's this fluffy fiber stuff that, that you put inside pillows. Um, I can't think of the name but for real. But anyway, um, I took out the old stuffing, which was flat. And then I decided, I think I can sew a zipper into this pillow so I could change the you know, the stuffing inside again, 
you know, later if I have to. So um, I was very gently taking it apart around the edges uh, on the bottom. So like I went around the corners on the, on the bottom. And then I was able to sew in a zipper and then sewed back, sewed up the corners again. And then I was able to put in a new fluffy uh, pillow innards, I guess you can say, and um, zippered it up. And now it's all nice and fluffy. And I fixed up a couple edges with some with, by hand sewing. And um, it's it looks perfect. Like, And I'm afraid to wash it because the kids uh, use these... Um, fabric markers or something to write their names and i'm afraid that if i wash it, it those will wash away and that whole point of the pillow is to have the names on there so um, i'm not going to wash it um so it looks really good now so then after that my next um pillow was to make well the next my next thing to do was to make a pillow the same size as that uh uh kids pillow that they gave me you know in 1990, which was how many years ago? 90, 2000, 2010, 2020, 33 years, almost 33 years old. Um, wow. Anyway, I want to make a pillow the same size um, because I'm going to make a bigger pillow. So if you're like looking at the bed, there'd be a big pillow in the middle and then two pillows on the side. One is the one with the names on it and one will be... Um, a fabric that I chose that's, oh, and the other thing too is the theme in, in terms of colors. We got a new um, duvet cover and on the duvet cover, it's got um, like taupe colored stripes on it. And I wanted to uh, match pillows to go with the taupe color. So I bought this fabric that is like a beige color, but then um, printed on it are like flowery kind of things that are in a little bit darker color so that... Um, you know, you can see the flowers and it's in the whole realm of taupe. So um, I bought that and then I got this piping to go around the edges because I have not done a pillow with piping before. So I decided I was going to do a pillow with piping. And I, of course, watched all my YouTube videos because I have to learn how to do it. And I um, actually, it turns out to be quite an easy process. Um, you sew the piping around the edge of the pillow first and then you sew your zipper in and then you sew the sides together and then when you turn it inside out the um, piping is along the edges of the pillow and it, and it looks really good it, it turned out really really good I was really really happy with my um, ability to, to do that um, the zipper I, I'm still not you know perfect on the zipper especially on the ends of the zipper where the ends um, attached to the pillow, it's like I, I I can't I don't know what it is I can't bring the bring enough material together to um, you know close up the the edges of the zipper I don't know I'm still working on that but besides those little sections of the pillow the pillow came out great it looks gorgeous so um, I threw away the old pillow that was on the bed because I didn't really like that one it didn't have any piping it was the wrong colors and everything so I got rid of that pillow and then I um, because I currently we currently have a pillow in the middle, but um, I'm replacing it with a bigger one. Anyway, so I put them on the bed, and I was like, "Oh my god, this looks so good!" So now my next um, job, uh, well, what I was going to do if I had time on Friday was to make the big pillow that goes in the center of the bed. But then I was thinking to myself, I'm using a thicker piping to go around the edges of this of the big pillow, and I don't really have the right kind of zipper foot or um, the little thing that the 
thread goes through this connected to the uh, sewing machine. I know I'm not I'm not describing this the way it should be, but um, it's too thick to fit under the the foot that I currently have. So um, I ordered a whole bunch of new. They're called presser presser feet or presser foot, um, and I ordered some that are called cording um, cording feet. So that like the the piping can run through the this little groove on the bottom of the presser foot, and it uh, sews right next to the edge, so that you have a perfect piping. So, um, but they haven't come in yet. They're supposed to come in tomorrow. So I haven't made the big pillow. I might wait and make it Wednesday or Thursday of this week. But um, that was my Friday. Was working on pillows all day, and I didn't do much else. <laughs> that literally took me all day to do those two pillows. So. Then on Saturday, I know I told you I was going to go to a play. Well, I did, um, but one of the colleagues that I was going to go with uh, got sick, so she and her husband canceled. But So it was just me and my one colleague, and uh, the husband-to-be of the colleague who was in the play. Um, and we first we went out to dinner at Carlisle. Carlisle at the Grill, I think it's called. I don't, I don't remember, but a really nice restaurant, and we... Um, like the play was at eight, so we went to dinner at like five thirty, and um, had a, had a bottle of wine. We shared a bottle of wine, the four of us, and had our dinner and chatted and um, caught up with um, the husband to be, and um, had a good time. Then we went over to the play, found our seats. The play was long. It was singing in the rain, and it was like two and a half hours long, and. Um, in the play, they they had um, well, it's it's like the movie "Singing in the Rain" from like I think it's like nineteen fifty two or something like that. Um, and it followed the the movie pretty much. Well, I should say probably the play came first, but um, anyway, it followed along pretty much the way the movie went. But in in the production of the play, they have a screen. They put up a, a screen multiple times in the uh, play to show a black and white. Um, uh, video, I guess. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be a film back then, but um, it's obviously a video now. But it's like a black and white film showing the actors talking and the piano playing in the background because this movie slash play is about when they went from silent movies to talkies, as they called them. And so they showed these videos. And at one point when they, because they shown like the first two videos went, went well went just fine but on the third one they couldn't get it to play like a, an image came up of the iphone and the battery being at zero and it, you know the little plug in your iphone thing came up and everyone in the audience started laughing because like clearly these people over here because they were we were um, like relatively in the center and to the right was where the uh board was for all the technical stuff. So um, I looked over there and these people were, uh, you know, like frantically trying to find the plug to plug in the phone and all this stuff. I guess they're playing the videos from their phone. But then the, um, um, when they were trying to find the, the phone plug, the screen um, did a big picture over the whole um curtain in the background and you could see the person's desktop and they were trying to click on things and and you know get this all back they were literally doing it for like 10 minutes and the audience was just like laughing and when they finally did get it back together and and, you know got it all the settings and stuff right the audience was clapping we were all clapping so loud and they they 
kind of um, just skipped that part of the play because they had used up too much time doing that. So that was funny. But um, later in the play, you know, if you know the movie, um, the actor, uh, Gene Kelly, at one point actually is dancing in the rain, like singing in the rain and dancing in the rain. And they had real rain falling on the stage. It was it was unbelievable, actually. They had, well, I mean, not really unbelievable, but it was kind of cool to see. And the guy was getting soaking wet while he was singing, the actor, that is. But they had these, like... Um, trough uh, containers like on the stage and they made that out to look like a sidewalk so when it was raining he was dancing over there on the sidewalk and this um, like the basin thing was catching all the water that was falling from the st- from the rain from the ceiling it was kind of cool I, th- I think they did an amazing job with that actually making it rain on the stage so that was really cool now um so then the play was over at like, it didn't end until like quarter of 11. So, uh, you know, with the delay of the screen and stuff, but, um, and then we were all like tired. So like, I'm going to go home. So I came home and went to bed and they went home and to bed. Um, cause the next day on Sunday, which was Easter Sunday, I was going to their house. The people that I went with, uh, my colleague and her husband, um, they had invited me over for, um, Easter brunch slash dinner. So, I mean, I was literally literally in bed for like eight hours, seven, seven and a half hours. And I got up, took a shower and then went over to their house for breakfast. Uh, well, it was like 1130, I guess it was in the morning. And they were, they had brunch items set out like muffins and cheese and crackers. And we had um, uh, sparkling, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm normally not a sparkling uh, wine drinker, but they had this... Um, Oh God, I'm going to forget the name. I already did forget the name of it. Um, a very, it was from California. Schramsberg, is it Schramsberg? Was the first one Schramsberg? Uh, anyway, it was a really, really um, amazing sparkling wine. Because usually when I drink sparkling wine, I get indigestion for some reason, like right away. And this one did not give me any indigestion whatsoever. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so smooth. There's no, you know, this... The, the roughness or tannic structure like that burns my throat and stuff. Um, and he, uh, my, the, the husband said, well, this, this is really quality champagne. Maybe you guys aren't drinking quality champagne. He was making fun. He was being funny. But it was so good. So we sat around and their son um, arrived because he uh, took the train down from New York. So um, while I was there, he arrived. And it was fun to catch up with him. And their daughter, who um, lives in Austin, she decided not to come home for Easter, um, even though like this family gets together for every holiday, so, but she couldn't, well, she said she couldn't come home. So we missed her, but it was fun. We, we um, caught up with him and nibbled and drank champagne and stuff. And then um, then they were, like the whole time we were doing it, they were preparing um, ham and turkey and um, scalloped potatoes, cheat like cheesy scalloped potatoes. Uh, and macaroni and cheese, and they had some vegetables, but I didn't pay attention to the vegetables, of course. I mean, oh, it was asparagus, because um, she made um, hollandaise sauce from scratch, and I thought, oh, good for her. Well, the son who came down from New York is a chef in a big wig restaurant in New York. So I, I couldn't even tell you what it is. But um, So she was trying to impress him with her ability to make hollandaise sauce, and he liked it, so it must have been good. 
And then uh, we went to the dining room because we were in the kitchen before and then went to the dining room for the dinner. And the food was delicious. And he served, um, the husband served a whole bunch of really nice wines that complimented. We had a Pinot Noir that went really well with the ham and the turkey. And we had a um, a petite men saying, which I am not generally a, a, a fan of petite men saying, but it went really well with the ham. So um, he served that well as well. And then, so we sat around, chatted, and, you know, enjoyed the food and the wine and stuff. And then after the dinner, we played a game of, a, a game called That 80s Game or The 80s Game. And it was all these trivia questions about things from the 80s, like movies and TV and music and culture. It was Those were the four categories. And if you answered the question right, you got to keep the card. And then um, when when your group decides that the game is over, then you count your cards and whoever has the most cards win. Well, I did not win, but I did come in second place. And that was fun. I, I love 80s stuff, 80s trivia, 80s music, 80s, you know, everything. Uh, maybe not the fashion, but, um, except for the preppy stuff. Anyway, it, we had a great day. I was at their house for like seven hours. I don't think I left until like 7.30 in the evening, um, which was fun. I mean, we had a great time. Did not get drunk at all. We were just sipping wine, enjoying it with the food. So there was none of this um, silly drinking thing. It was just, you know, perfect, I should say. So that was Sunday, and today is Monday. And today I um, haven't done a whole lot. I've started to, what I actually did, I started to get my house cleaned up because the husband's coming home tomorrow. And I have had the windows open since he left, and there's pollen on everything the pollen, I swear to you, swear to you, it is so bad here in D.C. And I saw a report on the local news saying that um, this year's pollen is worse than, uh, not all years in the past, but it's one of the worst years for pollen in D.C. And um, I know, and last week, I think when I recorded, the guy on the local news was saying that our pollen was really high. It was like, uh, I think I, was it like 600 uh, grains per inch or something like that, which is really high. I don't know what it is today, but today it seems a little bit better. And last week, if you remember, I was having coughing fits and uh, sinus drainage and all that stuff, but um, I seem to have gotten better. Like I'm not coughing today and my nose doesn't seem to be as clogged up and stuff. So maybe I'm getting better or maybe the pollen is getting less. I don't know. But our furniture is covered with this yellow a slight yellow haze, so I'm going to really have to clean this house before my husband comes home tomorrow, because I haven't I haven't done any cleaning in the house. Um, so I'm going to have to work all day tomorrow just to clean the house. But I also today went to the grocery store because I had not been to the grocery store for the last five days since my husband left, and we had gotten rid of a lot of stuff in the refrigerator that that he would have normally eaten that would have gone bad before he got back because I would not eat that stuff. So I went to the grocery store today and spent $170 on groceries. I swear to God, I you know, two years ago, I would we would it would have been like $100 or $90, but the prices have gone up so much on groceries. It's, you know, horrible. Anyway, so I did that and... Um, came home and then I took a nap on the couch. I said, oh, I should really podcast, but I really want to take a nap. So I took a nap this afternoon and I'm podcasting at like six o'clock in the evening. So um, that's why this is, some of you are probably not even going to get it until Monday or Tuesday, but um, I'm recording it on Monday. So 
Anyway, um, so we have some contact. We have some, uh, what's the word, engagement from last week's podcast. And the first thing is a comment from Dave in Texas. Now, I don't know if you remember what I talked about on the last, the last show, a little bit about Trump being indicted and all that stuff. But um, Dave kind of comments on a couple things here. And I'm going to read the comment, and um, I know that he will um, hear it because he's listening. Anyway, um, Dave, but thanks for the comment. I appreciate that. He says, um, we need to give Scotty a Mac workshop. I agree, um, Dave. And coming up in another communication, um, you'll hear about that too, but um, not from Scotty. Anyway, um, he needs to definitely... Oh, he, then he goes on to say, starting with how to buy the Mac. That isn't the base model. I agree. When you buy the base model, you're getting the base model. Anyway, then he goes on to, um, about the Trump indictment. He says, unfortunately, the case Alvin Bragg uh, brought forward has no merit. It will probably be tossed out for many reasons. If it isn't tossed out by the New York by the New York judge, it will for sure by the appellate court. It's an embarrassment. We don't want political local political local prosecutors going after federal politicians with dubious charges. Very banana republic. No matter what you think of Trump, it's about our judicial system. I hate to see this happening. The judicial system, all courts, need to be apolitical. Do we want the Republican DAs going after Biden, Hillary, or Bill? No, we don't. I think that's actually a really good point, Dave, because I wasn't I wasn't really looking at it from that uh, angle in terms of the um, absurdity of our um, judicial system. I was it was all for me about just get Trump, I guess you know. So that's an interesting take on it, and I I think I'm going to agree with you. Um, then he goes on to say, I'm on vacation in Key West, Florida. It's beautiful. Two weeks in paradise. You only live once, so enjoy. Well, Dave, if you're still there, I'm hope, I hope you're having a great time. You deserve it. And Key West, I have never been there. Well, I've never been to Florida. And as you heard me say, um, maybe I didn't say it on the last show, I'm never going to go to Florida. So, um, you know, I'll just wave to you. <laughs> Anyway, Dave, thank you so much for the comment. I appreciate it. And obviously this time I checked the website before I started podcasting so I would know if there were any comments. Now, continuing on with communication with the Archer Radio podcast, we got a voicemail. And I believe this is the first time we have heard from this person. Um, and I, I think he says who he is. Let's listen to this voicemail and you will get to hear it with me. Good morning, Archer. I'm not really much of a phone person, but I thought I'd leave you a voice message today, mostly because I'm just too tired to type. Well, I'm not very tired, I'm just being lazy. Anyway, I listened to your podcast this morning very early before I got out of bed and did my morning nipple walk around City Park and came back and worked on my MacBook for a while and uh, was getting ready or actually tried sending a text message to work and I got a message send failure. And at first I thought, oh, that stupid Apple software. And then I remembered your show this morning and your directions for Scotty. So I went to my iPhone, followed your directions exactly and turned on messaging on my Apple computers 
and now everything works like a charm. So thank you very much. You are very good at the Apple stuff, I have to say. I like that. Aw, thank you. Um, while I have you on the line, I do have a question for you. Okay. Do you ever have trouble falling asleep? Hmm. I fall asleep very quickly. In fact, Sarge says that he thinks I fall asleep the moment my head hits the pillow. It's probably true. But the problem is that I wake up many times during the night. Sometimes I can't fall back asleep once I, once I wake up. So I've, like many people, tried many different things. Years ago, somebody told me about a home remedy of taking two Tylenol, not Tylenol PM, just regular Tylenol and a Tums, and that that helps you sleep all night, puts you to sleep and helps you sleep all night. And that mm-hmm. works some of the time, but it's not a quick thing and you got to get up out of bed and find the Tums yeah. and the water. Yeah. So I usually do something else. I keep my AirPods next to the bed, so I'll stick one in my ear, and I've tried Apple Music. They have like a sleep music uh, playlist, and they have bedtime stories. I've also tried reading, watching a show on my iPad, Um, but I found something that really works really well, and I wanted to share it with you and any of your listeners that are listening to this. it's the AirPod thing. I turn on podcasts. I find the enormous podcast. Mm-hmm. And within minutes of listening to myself talk, I fall asleep. <laughs> I think it's incredibly hilarious. I don't know if I'm that boring to everyone else. But boy, it works for me. That's funny. So uh, <laughs> try that one or any of your listeners. Try that one if you have trouble sleeping. And in the meantime, be well. Keep spreading kindness. And of course... Keep it enormous. Aw. Oh, and one last message for you. Yes. Beware of nurses with guns. Bye. Oh, now that's interesting. Well, if you guys did not know who that was, that was Harley from the Enormous Podcast. And uh, wait, is that Harley? I think that was Harley. Oh my God, if I'm getting the name wrong, I'm going to be so embarrassed because I don't, I don't know, you know what, I know the pictures, but I don't know which one is which. I think that's Harley. Um, you know what, let me look at the name on the email that that came in from. Oh, it is Harley. It's Harley from, um, oh, my watch stinging at me. Harley from the Enormous Podcast. Anyway, Harley, thank you so much for calling in. I do appreciate that. Like you... I got so excited when I saw that message, I have to tell you that, because I'm like, oh my God, the enormous, one of the enormous boys is calling me. That's so cool. You know, it's like a celebrity to me. Anyway, um, thank you, Harley. And let's see. So the first thing, I'm so glad that you were able to um, get your text messages on your computer through my, my through my instructions. I, I'm glad that I'm able to help out when I have these little Apple things that I, I come up with or, or that I um, know. So I'm glad that worked for you. Second, you asked if I ever have trouble falling asleep. I generally do not have trouble falling asleep. Um, sometimes I'll take a little melatonin, but... Um, you know, and then of course, there's also the, the amount of wine I drink that usually puts me to sleep too. But um, staying asleep now, I don't have that issue, but my husband does. He will wake up at like two or three o'clock in the morning and start thinking about work, and then he gets he can't get back to to sleep. So he'll take you know a Tylenol PM or something like that. Um, 
So I don't have an issue with that. Although I will say, last night, I had a dream that was so jarring that it woke me up. And I literally had to get out of bed and get something to drink and pee and all that stuff because I was just like, I, I, I didn't, well, I, I don't want to go into the story. I don't want to go into the dream, but um, it, it literally, I don't know. I, this is, I don't think this has ever happened before that I've had a dream so jarring that it woke me up. And I was like, oh my God, why did that happen? And stuff like that. But um, I went back to sleep. I mean, I went, I got, you know, got something to drink and I got some water and then peed and went back to bed and I was able to fall right back asleep. So it didn't affect me too much. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it with the sleep thing. I, I, right now at this point in my in my life, I'm not having too many issues. Now I do know I can't, I can't sleep for more than like six or seven hours. And it depends, maybe seven and a half, but I rarely sleep like eight hours, eight to nine hours in a night. I just, I just can't do it. My nose gets clogged up and I have to get up and pee and all that kind of stuff. So, um, that's, that's my sleeping issues stuff. <laughs> I guess I could have gone on and on and on about that. But now the, um, sentence that you closed with beware of nurses with knives. Is that what he said? I think so. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Am I supposed to know what that means? I don't know, Harley, you might need to um, give me some clarification with that. Or if it's just something silly, I, I don't know. But, um, oh, I just thought of something. Back to the sleep thing. I would never be able to fall asleep listening to the Enormous podcast because it's just too engaging for me. There's, there's, they talk about, well, um, not that I'm talking to you, Harley, but to all of my listeners. If you don't listen to the Enormous podcast, you should because they are telling, lately they've been telling some great stories, some personal stuff and sharing uh, things that I can relate to because I'm around the same age as them and I have some of the same experiences from our youth and like music because last time I commented on Twitter about the music that they were talking about. Um, so I, I really like those guys and I, I listen to their podcast every time it comes out. So anyway, all right, listen, oh my God, I'm on 30 minutes. Shit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I probably will not podcast the rest of the week. So you'll, uh, I'll come back next week. Anyway, that is all I have for today. Again, thank you, Harley, for the voicemail message. And thank you, Dave, for the, uh, comment on the website. I appreciate it. And, um, until next time, bye. <laughs>